Welcome back to Talking to Everyone with me, Sophie Horton. This week, we're talking about social media and specifically why I hate it. I've had a difficult journey with it over the years and it's something I definitely have a love-hate relationship with. I love how accessible information has become, but I also despise what it can turn people into and the way people have become so addicted to it. It's affected how I view myself and my life and I wanted to talk about the side that you maybe don't think about when you're posting. I do hope this episode is relatable to people, but if it's not, I hope you learn something. And maybe we can all think about the way we're using social media and the place it has in our lives. Enjoy! Let's talk about social media. Love it or hate it, you can't deny the role it plays in our lives. Over the years, I've definitely noticed the way we use social media has started to change. And after some big personal realisations that I'll talk about later, I wanted to know how everyone else was feeling about it. So I asked my Instagram followers. Thank you to everyone who responded as usual. The first question was, have you ever felt addicted to social media? 80% of people said yes and 20% said no. And I asked for people's thoughts about this. Somebody said, I love social media, but that doom scroll before you get out of bed in the morning or whenever you're hungry or tired or dehydrated, it's always the easiest thing, but rarely the thing I want to be doing. I totally relate I feel like I was talking to one of my friends about this it's so easy to just scroll through social media and be thinking oh I'm actually not enjoying this and I could be doing something I'm actually enjoying but you just keep going because it's so easy to do you can't stop yourself from doing it it's the easiest thing in the world just to scroll and scroll and scroll and never stop and in your head you're thinking wow this actually isn't that fun but you keep doing it anyway because it's the easiest thing and that is the issue I think I have with it is that it's so easy but it's so bad for us you can just get so caught up in it and especially like this person said whenever you get out of bed in the morning you can just sit there and carry on and before you know it you've wasted hours and you're just completely gone so I definitely agree somebody said twitter sad face every time I logged in I'd be seeing just the most awful stuff but I couldn't stop this is again so relatable twitter especially just shows you I feel like Twitter is very, very, very informative. And I don't really go into social, to Twitter on this episode because I, I don't really have any really feelings about Twitter. I feel like it's very good. But yeah, the same thing. You can just scroll and you can just see the worst things in the world and it can just get into your head. And I know it's obviously very important to be aware of things that are going on, but sometimes I definitely think it can get too much. Somebody said, I hate social media. It just encourages so much toxic behaviour. Absolutely, I agree. I think it's just a way for people to have a highlight reel and just in case you weren't aware social media is 100% people's best moments they are not showing you the worst parts of their lives they're showing you the best parts it is not realistic my next question was have you ever photoshopped a photo so I'll be getting into this later in the episode but spoiler I absolutely have I'm quite surprised here 67% of people said no and 33% said yes I will admit I photoshopped a photo many of them I'll get onto it later but I just think that's a really interesting statistic that not actually that many have photoshopped actually I suppose 33% is quite a high number really of people that have photoshopped photo because if you do think about 33% of your the people you're following on say Instagram I follow like 500 people so 33% of that is actually quite a high number so that's interesting next question I had was has social media ever made you feel bad about yourself we had 88% of people saying yes and 12% saying no. And then I asked, has social media ever made you compare yourself and your life to those you see online? And I had some responses. Somebody said, mostly fine, but seeing thin bodies all the time on social media is hard, especially as the plus size models in shoots are often like a size 14 to 16, which is smaller than me, and it's very tiring. 
I 100% agree. You get these models, which obviously I'm not having a go at these models, but that is the kind of bracket they've been put into. That's not their own doing. But the actual market has put them as plus size, and actually they're just the average size. But you can be too big to be quote unquote normal size, and then too small to be plus size and it is just ridiculous I totally agree it can be very very tiring because you're not seeing an accurate representation of what you look like somebody said constantly comparing myself to others and being able to see when you've been left out I didn't even think about this I've not spoken about that in this episode but that's so true being able to see when you've been left out you can see friends posting things on nights out and you actually are like oh I've, I've actually not been invited to that so no that's a really interesting idea I've never actually thought of that but yeah constantly comparing yourself to others I do go into a bit of a rant on this episode about how social media breeds comparison but I'm so passionate about it I just think that that's all you do on social media is compare everything doesn't matter what it is you compare it so thank you so much for sharing those thoughts so kind of adding on to what I said before one of my friends was talking about how uh, they kind of scroll and scroll and scroll and sit there thinking oh I could be doing something I'm actively enjoying instead of doing this social media thing uh, I got another message saying that um instead of being on a break at work and reading a book or something they actually enjoy they end up scrolling and scrolling and scrolling because it feels like it's more socially acceptable to be on your phone rather than reading especially when people are around and that is so interesting I actually agree it's more like normal to pull out your phone and scroll on social media than it is to like read a book in public I feel like I would be the exact same I'd feel so awkward if I just whipped out a book and was out there reading rather than like we're so accustomed to sitting there and watching people scroll on their phones I didn't even think about that but yeah, that is so true. It's so bizarre. And I got another message from somebody saying, seeing people pose their bodies, which I compare to mine, or get ripped fast routines, has caused a lot of damage to my body dysmorphia and my eating disorder, which I've only recently managed to get back by realising almost everything on social media is fake and tweaked in one aspect or another. Uh, I actually agreed to this message and said, you have to tell yourself that none of it is real, because I will say this and say this and say this again. Everything on social media is fake. It is. There is nothing real because that is a two-second day, minute of their day. I'm like rumbling now because I'm getting annoyed at myself, but it's so true. It's two seconds of the day. It is not real. And even, you know, you see those things now, um, Instagram dumps where it's like 10 quote-unquote random photos of the day. They are not random photos. They are slightly yes less aesthetic photos than maybe a selfie but they are still completely curated to what looks good on Instagram they are 10 photos that create an image of what they want you to see you as what what you they want you to see them as that is not real it is 10 photos yes it might be food or like a slightly uglier selfie just to make them look normal and cool it's not it is all perfectly created so that you will see them in a certain way those photos have still got filters on they are still edited they might even be photoshopped so that you will think a certain way about that person I cannot stress that enough so I totally agree almost everything you see is fake and it can be incredibly damaging to see people who are working out people who are eating healthy and they're selling you this thing of if you do this workout you will get healthy but they've not told you that they've actually photoshopped that photo so no matter how hard you work, no matter how much exercise you do, you will not look like them because it's not real. So 100%. I totally agree. And somebody said to me, um, social media is a lot more harmful than people think because it makes you miserable and literally alters pathways in your brain to kill your attention span. You get so used to a cheap dopamine fix from scrolling that it completely messes up your brain. 
Uh, they then said that they watched a very interesting mini documentary that was actually about TikTok, not specifically about Instagram. But I agree, we get so used to, especially on TikTok, six second videos or however long they are. I'm not on TikTok anymore. I haven't actually spoken about that in this episode, but I am not on TikTok anymore because of that exact reason. Because you can just sit there and scroll and scroll and scroll all day, every day. And before you know it, four hours have passed and you've done absolutely nothing. And I'm not trying to say that you have to be productive to have a good day. Because I don't want to fall into that trap of like, um, kind of like toxic positivity but you're sitting there and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling is just going to make you feel worse and I definitely find that for me um but yeah it, you get used to getting a cheap dopamine fix from scrolling and seeing like little happy things on TikTok or little cute things on TikTok that nothing else kind of works the same and that's the only way you can kind of calm yourself down and I really really would like to do some more research into scientific things like that so I'm definitely going to get that documentary and let you know what it's like <laughs> So let me start from the beginning. I would say my experience with social media started when I was about 12 years old, when I first got a Facebook profile. I had begged my parents to let me have a Facebook profile because all my other friends at school had one. And I think I was like the only one in the friendship group that didn't, even though you are supposed to be 13 for a Facebook profile. Um, so that was when I first got Facebook. And really it was just so I could message my friends because before Facebook, I used to email um, my best friend. <laughs> we would send each other these massive, massive emails, um, which would basically be our version of Facebook Messenger now. So that was pretty much the only reason I got Facebook. And it was just so I could add all the people I knew at school because then I had a little flip phone. And so I couldn't really have that many people because you'd have to ask for a mobile number or something and all that sort of stuff. So that is mainly why I got Facebook. And then obviously I was on Tumblr and all those things, I was one of those little teenagers, but um, I'd say after Facebook, I got Instagram, I think in 2013, which would have meant I was about 13, 14, um, and that was really when I think social media kind of kicked off for me, was Instagram, and I don't really remember ever using it when I was younger, up until I would say about the age of 16, 16 I would say is when Instagram really kicked off for me, before that I was just posting, you know, anything back in the day you didn't have stories or anything like that so it was literally just posts and they would only be the certain size you couldn't make them big or anything they were those little squares um and that was the only thing you had on instagram so i would basically post anything whereas now you can post more casual things on your story my feed was all of my casual posts so it was just anything that came to mind I was posting on my profile and it was a lot more carefree I remember the only sort of editing I did to my photos was filters like really really strong Instagram filters nothing like crazy like photoshop or anything but I would say it was about 16 years old was when I first kind of realized how to photoshop photos um, and they're all archived from my profile now so you can't actually see any of the ones that are photoshop but back in the day there was many that were really badly for well some of them were very well done but they weren't exactly great and um, they but a lot of my I would say 80% of my photos were photoshopped completely um not only like backgrounds and um taking things out of backgrounds so it looked more clearer but myself I would photoshop pretty much everything about myself um whether that was facial features or my body or anything like that it was all photoshopped um but I'd say that started when I was about 16 um, and 16, 17 was when I really started thinking about what I was posting on Instagram. I was really kind of carefully curating these posts for my quote unquote 
audience because I really wanted to be seen a certain way and I think that is my main issue with social media like Instagram is that it is all for other people I don't think there has ever really been a time apart from maybe this year in 2022 that I have ever posted anything on Instagram for myself it's always been for other people whether I directly know it or not it has been so that I can curate an image so other people see me a certain way and social media for me really became a huge aspect of my life at this point that was when I was going to college that was when sort of your social life picks up you don't really have a social life when you're like 14 and but when you get to about college age that's really when you know you're partying and that social life and friendships really come out and that was really I think my peak of wanting to prove a point of something whether that's you know how many friends I have or how many events I'm going to or that sort of thing I would say that was really the peak of what I was doing and everything became a point to prove all these posts of you know outfits I was wearing and events I was going to it's all seemingly casual but actually nobody really knows the extent of that photo nobody knows that that's the 700th photo that you tried to take of that outfit or nobody knows that you spent two hours in your bedroom editing that photo to make yourself look slimmer and nobody knows that actually that event was rubbish and you didn't enjoy it but it just looks like you're smiling because it's a tiny 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 screenshot from your life and from that event and that's what really bothers me and I didn't realise until I would say this year and social media since I was about 17 then just started to ramp up I had every social media you can imagine and I was using them constantly every single day and checking what other people were doing and becoming so absorbed in what everyone else was doing that it really became unhealthy and that's when I kind of decided I'd had the idea in 2021 ish to I kept getting these fleeting thoughts of why don't I just get rid of my social media and I kept seeing these people that didn't have social media and I was like this is just the best way to live your life and obviously my partner doesn't really have social media he has Facebook but he's never on it so that for me I was like what a great life to live and then it got to uh, New Year's of 2022 when I listened to a podcast of this girl who had deleted all of her social media and she didn't have any more and it was just such an eye-opening podcast for me it was literally three o'clock in the morning or something and I decided ah this is the time for me I'm deleting everything so I went into 2022 and I deleted all my social media obviously the profiles were still there I didn't like take anything down but the apps were gone from my phone completely because I was just set on I do not want to look at this anymore I don't need to see it so I deleted them all and I went I would say about four months without social media and honestly it was truly one of the best times ever it was brilliant I didn't care I wasn't involved and this is coming from someone you know I am very very into pop culture and what's going on in the world and very into all that sort of thing and I found myself just completely free of it and instead of going on my phone and going on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and Snapchat I would listen to podcasts about you know pop culture and things like that to find out you know if I wanted to know what was going on with Kardashians I could find out I know that sounds so stupid but when you're so used to being on Instagram every single second of every single day scrolling and scrolling and scrolling to see what other people are doing you do miss that sort of thing but I found that listening to podcasts was such an easier way of doing it instead of just comparing visually what everyone else was doing 
and that was a big thing for me and whilst I am obviously not blaming social media for all of my problems with body image and things like that I 100% believe that it definitely had something to do with it I think that it damages the way you look at yourself if you are one of those people that has grown up with social media from a young age because really having social media from 12 13 years old it's not normal to see what that amount of people are doing I'd hate one of those people that's like back in the day but back in the day you wouldn't know what so and so from your random high school class is doing you wouldn't be aware of it unless you were kept in touch and you would see them day-to-day sort of thing but you wouldn't know that extent of people and that is I think what annoys me about it is that we shouldn't be able to see this many people I shouldn't be able to see what they're doing and there is obviously an argument to say that well if you don't like it don't look at it and I am 100% acknowledging that I am in control of what I view on social media and I know that I know that I can just log off hence why I had those four months away from social media where I just didn't look at it and it was beneficial but at the end of the day social media is so ingrained in what we all do that it isn't really possible at this stage in my life to not have social media I am you know a young person in the start of their career and can I really advance in my career without looking for connections on social media that's the kind of argument that I'm still having in my head of well I have this kind of worry that I'm going to miss out if I am not on social media that I'm going to miss on social like opportunities for connections and publishing and things like that especially you know my poetry is I rely on it being online for now until I can publish it in paper but even then you rely on creating an audience online because that's how you get people to support you if I didn't have that would I be able to do those things I'm not sure and that's an inner argument that I'm still having with myself so I am very aware for those people thinking oh I hate those sort of people that just complain about social media and still look at it I know I am with you I am one of those people I I 100% think if you are struggling with social media you should log off you should delete it you should take time off it and you should think whether that is truly what you want but I do recognize that there are so many industries that rely on social media. Like I was saying in my last episode with Brandon, he's a photographer. He does photography and he needs to showcase that online. But that being said, I don't think there is any argument against me stating that social media breeds comparison. There just isn't a way to say that it doesn't. Because you're looking at so many people and what they're doing not only are they people that you might not be in touch with normally but it's also complete strangers who have totally different lives to you and again yes I can just unfollow these people but I like looking at fashion at books at art at poetry so I'm I'm going to kind of absorb that information but with that comes seeing what other people are doing in their day-to-day lives that you may not be doing and that you may not have the capability to do especially I think in summer you do tend to see people going away a lot doing really fun activities while you're kind of sat at home on social media and that kind of atmosphere can be really damaging and it can breed comparison I know for me that was one of the big reasons I got rid of social media was because all I was doing was looking at other people and thinking why haven't I got what they've got instead of being grateful for what I do have and what I am doing which is 
a lot I'm grateful for so much in my life and I'm doing so much with my life all you tend to see is the negatives you tend to see what you're missing out on rather than what you've got and that's why I don't think it is a healthy environment and maybe I will love to talk to somebody one day who has you know deleted sort of influencers and negative people and more focused on positive people but even then I think I I do tend to have this sort of weakness inside me where I see even people I know and love doing something successful and there is a part of me that I'm kind of like oh I'm not as successful or things like that and I know that that's a personal issue and that is obviously not their fault but that is more of a me problem and so this doesn't apply to everyone but this is just me kind of rambling into my microphone about what I'm thinking about these things but I think growing up you do compare as well just everything you compare friendships you compare relationships and that is a kind of a reason I said last week about or two weeks ago whatever it was about me not posting my relationship online I post very very little about my relationship because I used to post so much when I was younger because I thought it was it was again proving a point of how successful my relationship was if it was all over the internet and that's actually not true you can have the healthiest relationship and it not be online and just because somebody posts a lot of their boyfriend or their girlfriend or their partner or whatever it doesn't mean that that is a successful relationship or a healthy relationship we all know that one couple that posts pictures everywhere and we know deep inside they're not happy and that's why I don't agree with posting my partner everywhere and I'm all for people posting whatever they want as long as it is making you happy and that's what I've really had to sit down and think about is what am I posting and is it for me or is it for other people so obviously I said before I took those four months off social media and I kind of had like a slow return to it where I started you know posting little things on my story like I had a dance show I wanted to post the tickets on there and stuff so that people could get tickets if they wanted to come and then I kind of slowly started again but and I would say now I'm probably I am back on social media but I am not anywhere remotely near what I was before so I fully deleted Snapchat which I think was a huge thing for me and I'm just going to sidetrack for like five minutes just to talk about why I hate Snapchat so I deleted my account fully it is gone you can't find me there anymore and that was it was very difficult for me at first because um it had a lot of saved conversations and things like that from previous relationships that were very important to me and were kind of the only source of communication that we'd had and I knew that deleting that app meant they were going to be gone. But I think that in a way holding on to them was too much. And I needed to have a fresh start. So I fully deleted it. But Snapchat for me was one of those things where it almost became... It wasn't even... It's not similar to Instagram in any way. Because it's not as perfected and it's not as aesthetic and things like that. But it is. it is the kind of observation of people I suppose the watching them more whereas Instagram you're seeing what they want you to see Snapchat gives you that complete availability to watch where people are exactly as they're doing it and that kind of now looking back freaks me out that there was people that were able to see my location and again I know you can turn that off so don't come and say you can turn it off blah 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 I know I'm aware but once you have it in front of you, to be able to see what other people are doing, it does become addictive. I 
did become, I can admit it, become addicted to checking what all the people were doing. And it's so embarrassing to say it. I'm so embarrassed to say it. Um, but, you know, we're just going to confess. I was. I was addicted to seeing what other people were doing. And I know for a fact that this is so embarrassing to admit. And I'm so sorry to the people that supplies to. They know who they are. When I was, like, 16, 17 and I was in, you know, first relationships or whatever... Um, I would absolutely check where they were and their snap score. So if anyone who doesn't know, uh, you have a snap score that goes up whenever you, I think, I feel like I'm an old person now, but I feel like it goes up whenever you message somebody. I don't think it goes up with stories, whatever. I'm not sure. Somebody correct me. But I would check, so like when I message, this is so embarrassing, but when I message them, I would check the Snapchat score and I would know that if they hadn't so like if they hadn't replied to me I would check and if it had gone up I knew they were talking to other people now as a 23 year old I can say it doesn't matter if they were messaging other people it could have been their nan for all I know it doesn't matter but also equally it doesn't matter if it was another girl but it doesn't matter but at the time when you're 16 17 and you're very immature in relationships that feels like the end of the world so I used to do that just you know to torture myself not I would never ever bring it up with my partner it would just be to personally torture myself with that information of like thinking they were talking to other people so what they probably were like (laughs) looking back they probably were but it didn't matter but at the time it really did and I just remember becoming so obsessive with it because once you have the ability to do it in front of you it's hard to not not take that chance so I obviously stopped using snapchat i'd say about a year ago ish the only reason i ever used snapchat was to talk to my two best friends that was it they were the only people i ever spoke to i think i i like would just send selfies to my best friend like that was it but then i kind of got to the point where i was like i'm just holding this to to send selfies to my best friend (laughs) i need to just get rid of the whole app so i did i got rid of the whole app but anyway as i was talking before i think i was talking about comparisons i'm not entirely sure i've got a complete thing about snapchat oh i had a phase return i had a phase return to social media and and so i was posting little bits here and there and then i just kind of was really strict with myself about what i was posting and i really instead of thinking does this look good do i look good i was thinking does this make me happy that this is on my social media is this positive is this doing something rather than just saying wow look at how good i look today or look how popular i am or something like that is it doing something a little bit more than that? So what I kind of now aim to use my Instagram for is um, significant events. Like if I, so for example, I posted about my Harry Styles concert because that was really important to me and I wanted to be able to keep those kind of forever on my little profile. And I posted about holidays that I went on because that was really important to me. Um, but not in a, I try and really restrict myself. Obviously I do take pictures on holiday, everyone does. But I try and keep those to myself now because I'm like, why do other people need to see this? Nobody needs to see what I look like on holiday. It doesn't matter. Nobody cares. So instead, I just take pictures of what I like, the scenery that I like, the things I've seen, my family and that sort of thing. And I post that instead because to me, that matters. What I look like on my holiday doesn't matter. So I do take those photos, but they just for myself. And I'm really hoping that when I'm speaking about this, somebody can relate to this because I I really don't know whether this is just a me experience or this is general but the more I speak to people the more I do kind of think wow this is an experience that I've not just had on my own I think it is more than what people think and I don't know whether it's maybe more of a my generation thing 
but I do think it is more than what we think and you would be surprised I think at the amount of people that have photoshopped photo and have taken something like even something as little as I definitely have taken photos before purely to post them on social media and again that isn't really this is just confessions but this is that's a really embarrassing thing to say but I have I've I've gone places and done things so I can take photos and post it on social media and I don't think that's a rare thing I think you'd actually be very surprised at the amount of people who've done that because it seems like we are so obsessed with curating an image of ourselves, and maybe other people disagree with that and I'm really hoping that they do because I, I want to see different sides so I want people to message me and tell me what you think tell me what you think about social media because I'm so interested so now we come to my kind of future on social media and really I don't know what that looks like maybe soon I'll be back to fully loving it again posting everything really getting involved or maybe in the next few weeks I'll completely delete all my accounts and you'll never see me again who knows? What I do know is my social media habits have definitely improved. They've become a lot healthier. I'm no longer photoshopping photos and um, that will never happen again. I'm posting a lot more because I enjoy it rather than curating an image of myself and caring what other people think about me. Um, I'm only really following people that I like and who I want to see their content. I'm not just following people who are making me feel bad because I feel like I need to follow them. I'm spending a lot less time on social media and being really careful, um, especially in the mornings and the evenings, to be off social media so I can just really have my own downtime. I think it's really a bad start to my day when I wake up and I'm immediately on social media. I think it just makes me feel horrendous about myself. So I'm definitely working on that definitely working on kind of limiting the amount that I'm on it in general um like I said I've deleted TikTok I've deleted Snapchat completely you can't find me on there anymore um I'm rarely ever on Facebook because that's just kind of like for work or for families and friends sort of thing that's not really something that I scroll on my big thing still working on it is Instagram I have a love-hate relationship with it um I love it because you know I can see things that I love to see I can see poetry and music and kind of pop culture but I hate it because I just don't know how to get out of that cycle of feeling bad about what I'm seeing. So who knows whether that'll improve. Um, we'll have to see. And now we are finally at the end of this episode. Thank you so much if you're still listening up to this point. I wanted to make this episode a little bit more chatty and less edited um, because I thought it was a bit hypocritical of me to talk about um, how social media is curated for us and then um, make a perfectly edited episode. So I have, as much as it pains me, included all my little ramblings and side thoughts and mistakes and tripping over words and things um, because that is authentic that's who I am that's what I do I don't want to come across as a perfect um talker because I'm definitely not as you'll be able to tell from this episode so thank you so much if you're still listening I really appreciate it and thank you so much to everyone who's contributed to this episode with all your uh, thoughts and feelings it's really appreciated I really wouldn't have anything to talk about if it wasn't for those things so thank you so much um I think I'll be back in about two weeks time um I'm going on holiday so we'll see but 
if you want to find out when the next episode is and what we're talking about you can follow the podcast at talking to everyone on instagram and if you want to you know take part in the polls you can follow me at sophiejh underscore on instagram uh, thank you so much please leave a review if you've liked this episode rate us five stars follow us on instagram share this with your friends share it everywhere wherever you want to share it uh, i would really appreciate it it gets us more listens and that is really really amazing so thank you so much see you next time Thank you.